When I was in fourth grade, I remember all of the cool girls in school getting Bratz dolls for Christmas. The dolls looked like women, not girls to me. They wore sparkly outfits that sometimes showed their midriffs. Their signature makeup was a large winged cat eye and huge lips, much like the resemblance of the now famous Kylie Jenner. I had always had American Girl dolls. These were dolls that all had a story behind them and of an American history story, such as Kaya, who was a Native American in the South, and Kit, who lived through the Great Depression, and Addie, who had been a slave. If I were rating American Girl dolls, they'd have to get a five from me. But that's not what we're rating today. As a young girl who had always had these somewhat innocent dolls, the Bratz dolls seemed to be the complete opposite to me. And honestly, as a fourth grader, they were intimidating. So let's break this down. Were these girls something that we should have been afraid of for kids to play with? Or are they actually something that should have been embraced more? Something I think many people criticize about Bratz dolls is that they believe they are overly sexualized. The doll industry for years has had a problem with the over-sexualization of dolls and women, starting with Barbie. This therefore creates false standards and ideals for what a woman should look like. This is dangerous, especially because the primary people playing with dolls are young girls. This indefinitely means that young girls will look at these dolls as the ideal body type and it could spark insecurity and a false sense of image and expectations for what they too should look like. Bratz dolls, unlike Barbie dolls, have always had a bit more of a realistic size. However, they are all still the same size. There is very little variation in how the bodies look, which just doesn't reflect real girls and women. They aren't as stick thin as Barbies, but they do all have hourglass shapes, they're tall, and all of their face features the same Kylie Jenner lips and perfectly done makeup. I do think the dolls were sexualized, especially since they were being sold to a market of mostly young girls. If the market had not been children, however, would our opinions change? Personally, I don't think showing a little midriff or showing off legs should be considered sexualized. I do take issue, though, when this is being sold to children. If the majority of the market were girls and women who were older and making choices about how they want to express themselves, I think the dolls would have been perfectly fine. If a woman chooses to dress in an ultra-feminine way that celebrates her sexuality, does this mean she is sexualizing herself in a negative way? I don't think so necessarily. In fact, last year many fashion YouTubers took to YouTube for making outfits that Bratz dolls wore, as they were style icons. However, the fact that they were marketed mostly to very young girls and children who would never be dressing in a sexual way and that they only featured one type of body is where I take issue. If the market of the consumer was changed and the body types diversified, they'd have been golden. It gets tricky because I do really respect the dolls as style icons. When I read more about the dolls who started off as a group of several main characters, Chloe, Jade, Yasmin, and Sasha, it describes the girls as feisty characters who all had their passion for fashion. I too have a passion for fashion, and I don't think that girls who love fashion and choose to express themselves with it should feel like this means they're sexualizing themselves. Just because a woman happens to express herself, herself in a very stereotypical feminine way, it shouldn't be an invitation for the world to sexualize her or to say that it takes away from her power or her intelligence. Chloe, Jade, Yasmin, and Sasha are each described as their own separate personalities. 
Each one has a strong, was a strong female with char- character, with goals, intelligent wit, humor, and passions of her own. This, I believe, is extremely honorable of the Bratz Company. It reflects real girls. It gives each girl their own backstory and more depth behind just the clothes. So in this way, I really value the Bratz Company and what they have done. It does make me wonder if the girls were always over-sexualized by the company or maybe by consumers who felt threatened by their outgoing outfits, creative spirits, and expression of femininity. Lastly, and possibly what stands out the most about the Bratz dolls is diversity. Diversity is one of the biggest issues of the doll industry, as the first black Barbie was not created until 1980, and even then, there were very few options for minorities to find a doll that represented them. Bratz dolls were revolutionary in this sense. The first four dolls, Chloe, Jade, Yasmin, and Sasha, were a diverse group of girls right from the start of the company. Chloe was the only Caucasian doll. Jade is Asian, Yasmin is Latinx, and Sasha is African-American. This group of girls represent real girls, much better than Barbie dolls. The company's choice to have a diverse group shows its values as a brand and is something that many other companies should take note of. While other companies had to have mobs of people telling them they wanted more representation in their product, this brand was sitting pretty, with 75% of their dolls representing minorities. What seemed so hard for other companies to do, Bratz dolls did effortlessly and without pushback. Imagine walking into a doll aisle as a child and not being able to find a doll that looks like you. What type of message does this send? This gives young girls and boys the ability to see themselves in one of the dolls they are purchasing, as the Bratz company has represented to us. When all the dolls look exactly the same, though, it creates a narrative for what beauty is, as dolls usually represent the media's definition of the ideal. This is extremely dangerous when all of the dolls are tall, skinny, and white. Women in minority groups are historically desexualized and told they do not align with the definition of beauty. So for brats to change this narrative is big. This is not an accurate portrayal of humans and certainly not of beauty as we are much more diverse and complex. And the brats do an amazing job of celebrating different forms of beauty and not playing into the dangerous stereotypes that create prejudice and feed into racism. In conclusion, I think the Bratz dolls have pluses and cons. I hate that they have, may have been over-sexualized with the length of their clothing for the age they were being marketed to, and I wish there were more girls who wore no makeup. The act of wearing makeup itself isn't problematic, but it, 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 if they also showed girls who weren't wearing makeup, it would be more realistic. I also think they could have represented more body types to be more res- realistic of female bodies. However, the pros include that their characters each had their own unique and outgoing style that took risks and expressed their creativity. Each character has their own story and their characteristics were admirable and portrayed them as strong and empowered girls. Lastly, the company included women of all races. Young girls can shop for a Bratz doll that looks like them. They aren't marketing that white is the ideal beautiful, as doll brands like Barbie do. 
overall, I think Bratz has a long way to go to make sure that everybody feels represented. But I also believe they are revolutionary in the doll industry. And for this, I'll give them a solid 3.5.